Welcome, Popcorn Junkies! <laughs> Welcome to the Popcorn Junkies! There's Hello. a bit of a time delay. Obviously, we're doing this on uh, we're doing this on um, what's it called Skype. So yeah, the wonder. This is the new Florence Pugh film. Um, it was in cinemas for a very short amount of time. Yeah, it's probably off cinemas now, but it's on Netflix. Uh, yeah. It's a major deal, really, because Florence Pugh is becoming something of a, a Hollywood star. I mean, I mean, the oddest thing for me in this film, she was as her. We'll come to this later, but she was her usual fantastic self. But I've got so used to hearing her as an American. It sounded really weird for a bit to hear yeah, Resolutely. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is this is Resolutely a sort of costume drama. It's based on the Emma Donna, Donahue book. Donahue, Donahue yeah. book uh, called The Wonder. Um, did Emma Donahue do The Room? Room. Room, just Room. room. Which, just was, room. which I, thought was a, I thought that was actually not a, quite a neat film with Brie Larson. It was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Also in this is Tom Burke. Uh, lots of you are fans of Tom Burke. Obviously, recently to be seen in Living, starring Bill Nye. This is directed yeah. by Sebastian Lalo, who uh, obviously gave me, I thought, one of his, what a brilliant film, Disobedience. I, Disobedience, I, yeah, yeah. The sort of uh, lesbian relationship in an orthodox <laughs> Jewish community. I, I thought that was a brilliant film. Um, so and he's been in the game, in a way, because that was a film about, you know, a, 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 a society that was in itself a society, you, you know, it was all about trying to get into that society and what, what, you know, so in a way it was a similar sort of idea. Yeah, and he also did that movie A Fantastic Woman, didn't he? In terms of the first thing one needs to say about this, and it's, it's kind of, it's attracted the attention of most critics. Yeah. This film starts in with um, a present day setup on a film set yeah. with a voiceover starting, essentially telling us foregrounding, modernist, all this kind of thing, meta and all that. Uh, telling us that this is a fiction, this is a story, but all the right. actors are committing themselves to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wanted to mention that because um, the only time I've seen that done recently, and it was quite recent, is Almoda Wells' Human Voice, which was a short film he did. And it's identical that he takes you to the to the warehouse type thing, going round it before he goes into the set, and then you're into the film. The other film that I that this was in was the two part. You remember, you remember the film that had the sequel by the uh, starring Tilda Swinton and her daughter, the souvenir, the souvenir, the souvenir. We all know it's a film, and we yeah. all know that the actors that, that are in this film have committed to it because they wouldn't be doing it otherwise. Um, and so the camera moves through a film set, and then it moves into a sort of old cottage where Florence Pugh is sitting. And I have to say, thank God, at that point it didn't break the fourth wall. It does break the fourth wall in a on a couple of occasions. Um, but yeah, so what did you, what did you, what did you think of how it got, how it got going? Did you like that beginning? Uh, well, I must I, admit, I, all my worries were kicked in. I was like, oh shit. Well, well, I would have been, Mark, except that it was used in the Amaldivar film and it, it, it was perfect in that. And I thought, well, it's just going to be the same in this. I trust, mm. I suppose I trusted it enough not for it not to give me the heebie-jeebies. It's like, do you remember in the old days, the dogma lot used to do sometimes things mm. like that. For me, it was a huge misstep. And so it, complete, um, it completely aggravated me. And I thought, oh, this is going to be pretentious and idiotic. Uh, and um, then, as you rightly say, Florence Pugh kind of took over quite quickly. What I quite liked about this film, because if you haven't read the book, it right at the beginning, I've never known a film more clearly or succinctly tell you what the film is going to be about. Yeah. So there's a girl who hasn't eaten for six months or four months. Yeah. Two people have been brought in to monitor her, to watch her. One is yeah. Florence Pugh, an ex-Crimean war nurse, uh, and the other is uh, a nun. Yeah. So, the so you've got medical and the religious. Absolutely. Yeah. And then they have to report to a sort of, I don't know, a sort of local community council of yeah. four male elders, including a priest and all that kind of stuff. I was getting sort of the Crucible vibes. Yeah, very much, very much. And, and that sort of little uh, team of men was just full of 
in good English stalwart actors who we've seen in everything, especially Toby Jones. Toby Jones, yeah, he's, he's always there, isn't he? He's always on a sort of, he's always in a judging panel. He's like the medieval Britain's Got Talent judge. And so consequently, this then becomes a film really about what it says it's about. And I thought, I, I, I quite like, I was quite, I, I found that quite enti enti well, enticing that it was very simple. Yeah. But it becomes far less than simple as you move into it. Um, it becomes revealed to us that Florence Pugh has, uh, well, she has curious bedtime activities and a curious past quite quickly. Because she starts to monitor this girl, it's an enigma. I think we were kind of encouraged to think, oh, you know, crucible-esque, you know, what's at work here? Is it witchcraft? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, girl, the girl describes it as she's, she's sustaining herself on manna from heaven. I, I think we would have thought possibly witchcraft if, if the if her performance hadn't been so resolutely straight down the line and unbelieving of any type of, in the sense that she said, that's impossible. In her interview, she said, she, you know, she said boldly, it's impossible that she's still alive if she hasn't been eating for four months. And in that statement made us know, because we're totally with her, um, that there's some way that they're fixing it, but we don't know how. Oh, I, I totally disagree. I totally disagree. I thought the film really played quite neatly with the idea that, and I found myself toying with the idea of, You've probably read the book, so I haven't read the book. Yeah, so, maybe that's So I, I was there thinking, oh, you know, is there going to be some curiosity to this? Is there going to be a sort of curious kind of spiritual kind of underpinning? So I really like that because I, I, and I, I thought for the front half of the film, I, I was really wondering and quite literally wondering. Um, but what we had revealed to us was that um, Florence Pugh has this obviously dark past and, uh, and she's a drug addict. Well, I wouldn't say she was a drug addict. No, would she drinks opium every night? She, she takes laudanum. Yeah, she does, but she's she's only doing it because of dreadful things that happened in That's the past. That's what most addicts do. No, no, no. But she's she's a very what's the word that addicts use when they're functioning? Just right. a functioning addict, if that's what we can call her. I mean, I I didn't get get that at all because she managed it because she keeps it to such a tiny. Um, you know, she does everything that she's supposed to do fine and. I think, do they show us two two goes of that? Yeah, which I, goes I, back? I, I found those scenes really captivating. They're really, oh, I did, I did. Really thought-provoking. Filmed, filmed incredibly well as well. But also thought-provoking because I so wasn't expecting it. And again, I think maybe this is yeah. the difference. You've read the book and I haven't. So yeah. I was really I was really surprised by that. And I was really, I really like isn't the right word, but I liked that layer to her character. And obviously she's wrapping up the booties. I had some really kind of complicated thoughts started to creep in because... We've been told at the front that this is a fiction. Yeah. So clearly on some level, whether it works or not is another matter, and I didn't think it did work. But what the filmmakers were interested in was telling us we were watching an artifice. Yeah. The girl in question, who's not eating, we're in, you know, after the sort of original, is she, isn't she? Is it spiritual, isn't she? Which I had, is all about artifice. Um, you've got the artifice of religion. You've got the artifice of storytelling. Um, and you have a couple of moments with that wonderful actress, that frustrating, is it Neve Alga, is that her name? Neve? Yeah, yeah, we didn't get much of her, No, did but we? she's fanta a fantastic actress, but it was essentially her voice, wasn't it? Because she was the one at the yeah, end. Yeah, she was the one she the... Was telling it, yeah, 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 yeah. So you had the artifice again, you're reminded of the artifice that these are all actors. Then I started to go down the, the route of, okay, so Florence Pugh's taking drugs, she's experiencing grief, she can't cope with her feelings about her baby. And what I became interested in was the way in which she started to, I felt, you know, project onto this girl, her lost child. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I felt that her, 
sort of mothering and almost, because there were at times, you know, the moment where she forces the pump down her stomach to get food in her, there was anger and fury and there was frustration with herself and with her backstory. And then I, she stops, though. She can't go through with no, it. No, 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 absolutely. I, I just found it a really interesting film about almost um, her trying, uh, what's, the, what's the word, a sort of proxy proxy parenting. Yeah, no, I wouldn't disagree with that. But but don't you think that they did it, they took that, it's a love story in a way. Florence Pugh, the way that she's looking everywhere to try and find, you know, she tr searches everywhere. She doesn't leave anything out. She thinks of everything that might have happened. And and then and she almost she she sort of doesn't badger the child, but she asks her all these questions and everything. And then very slowly you see the softening. Don't it was you think? like it was like the most ultimate of teenage kids refusing to talk yeah. to you in a room. Yeah. You go upstairs yeah. and you say, right, I'm going to start searching around your room for some clues. What, what yeah. the hell's going yeah. on here? Very like that. Yeah, yeah. I think we have to give a shout out to the daughter, the girl. Oh my god! What, what's she her name? Yeah, I've written it down. Have you written down the actresses? I mean, I'm not lying, guys. Ela Lord Cassidy. She and is staggeringly brilliant. The, her mother in it is her mother. Oh, right. Yeah. But, but that, just yeah. that, that girl was staggeringly brilliant. It's stunning, yeah. I've yeah. not seen a performance by a young actress that good in no. years. No, no. And so, so much of it was held in, you know, as Nadia always says, she's inhabiting yeah. the part, but it held in silence. It wasn't necessarily about how much she had to say. It was about how much she held what was going on. Yeah, and how much she couldn't say and how yeah. much she was emoting, 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 and mm. then actually, in a way, saying very little, but but absolutely convincing us, mm. convincing Florence Pugh in the, in the yeah. meantime. I've forgotten what her name is in it. What's no, her name? I don't oh, Liv, Liv, Liv. 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 Lib. Um, we forgot to say the context of this is this is kind of set not long after the potato famine in Ireland. So you've got a distinct sense of I thought that additional Irish historical detail of famine and a yeah. lack of food, I thought was yeah. an intriguing parallel and echoed in the activities of of this daughter of this girl who wasn't eating. So I thought, you know, the idea of famine and hunger and all that kind of stuff was quite intriguing. Absolutely. And also the fact that it's an English nurse. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Sort of Florence Nightingale-esque. Yeah. Um, and so then the character Tom Burke comes in. I, I wasn't entirely convinced by the romance. <laughs> well, it sort of no, no, I wasn't either. But he sort of he sort of inveigled his way and he pushed his way into the film. Really, you, you're he right. Was, yeah, but because he's so sort of charming and such a good actor, and I suppose there was a point to him. He'd come from the journalism. He went, what was he used a phrase, didn't he? Which was one of the key phrases of the film, with they. When you're killing somebody by degrees, you're, you're killing them by yeah, slow yeah, degrees yeah. or something. That was going to be his headline. I like the fact that he had a connection to the area and he had a dark yeah. past. You know, his home wasn't yeah. great and all that kind of stuff. But you're right. It was almost like he was a journeyman moving from living, which we saw with Bill Nye last week. He moved down the coast and he ended up in this film. I, I wasn't I wasn't convinced. I wasn't convinced. Well, no, I wasn't either, but at the same time, he's so necessary to the plot. No, the actual romance, I just felt, was desperation on both of the parts. I like, I like the detail of him giving the young girl, the girl who's starving herself, uh, the zoetrope, which, of course, is another sort of foregrounding device, isn't it? Of, you know, yes. It's, yes. The, it's the sort of disc with a drawing of a bird in a cage on one side, yeah. a bird on one side, a cage on the other. You do it fast and it puts it in. And I like that idea of, she kept saying, in and out, in and yeah. out, the bird being in and out of the cage. And, of course... That's essentially what we're watching. We're watching actors yeah. who will have, on a daily basis, going in and out of character. Yeah. And I, I quite liked that. I liked the way in which the zoetrope was telling us or reminding us 
that I thought that was a much more subtle way of telling us we're watching a film, we're watching a fiction and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, then I, and then I thought it was also an interesting film about science versus spiritual, spirituality. Yes. Which uncharacteristically, a lot of those phrases are put into the mouth of Toby Jones, aren't they? Mm. It, sort of, it comes up, it reminded me of Trump, you know, like maybe the, the sunlight's making her... Yes, I love this stuff about the molecules of something or other. or Yeah, in, in the landscape. And I thought, oh, it, I thought that was really funny. And what I liked and what I thought was very clever about the film was in the character of the nun, who I thought, you think about the nun character, she doesn't say anything until the end, virtually. Yeah. And yet I thought her relationship with Florence was incredibly telling. So whilst you felt, you know, if you look at it just simply, it's like there's science on one side and there's, uh, and there's, and, and there's, there's spiritual on the other. As the film moved along, you realise that what this was about was the spiritual and the science. Exactly. And I love that. I thought that was very clever and I thought it did it very naturally and in a very sort of gently thought-provoking way, right down to the way in which the nun, I won't say what she said, had that exchange with Florence at the end, which gave yeah. me goosebumps. Well, the interesting part of the narrative, of course, is that the, it's about a story about abuse as well. Uh, well, writ large. Writ large. Fact. And yeah, I mean, this yeah. poor girl, again, this sensational actress at the centre of it, cradling a trauma that isn't really revealed to us until halfway through the film, is it? More than halfway. I yeah. mean, it's a pretty... They hold on to that it's a big reveal. Yeah, yeah, big reveal. And, yeah. Then you, and then you realise that, in a sense, this whole family is going through what it's going through. In a sense, it's like collateral damage. They want to throw her under the bus in order to kind of find salvation for all of them. Yeah, and because the son, and we were sort of knowing that we've seen that picture of the son with his eyes mm. and everything, and, we, and the parents going on about the father actually seems less sure about the whole thing than the mother, yeah. I have to say, which is often the case, isn't it? Yeah. And, um, but, um, and yeah, that... because they'd lost the son, as far as the mother was concerned, and it must have been a really difficult part for her to play because she is the, the girl's mother in real life, is that... Um, She's uh, essentially yeah. sacrificing her daughter. Yeah. To pull, she... to pull her son away from the gates of hell. Exactly, exactly. Her, her daughter needs to do something to stop that from happening. Exactly. Yeah, it's which, just... is, um, which is awful, just awful. Yeah, just awful. And then I felt, for me, I, so I thought, having had that dodgy beginning, the film had really got me. I was really invested. Florence Pugh is just sensational, isn't she? I mean, isn't she, 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 Tom Burke, although I couldn't see why he was there and I didn't need him, he's always incredibly agreeable to watch because he's, he's so watchable, he's so watchable. The family were good. As I say, the dialogue between science and spirit was all good. And the end, I could see the end coming and I quite liked the way in yeah. which you didn't. No, no. No, I said, could you? you oh, yeah, yeah, no, I could say, and I could see how she was going to use, you know, the idea of the death and the rebirth and all that kind of stuff. I won't give everything away, but I thought that was kind of neat. I quite like that. But the film should have ended at the point that her eyes opened. I found the whole going off to Australia utterly pedestrian. I wouldn't agree with that because I think the screenwriter or the writer or whatever had to bring it back firmly to earth. I don't and think they... they did. I thought the magic of this film was when it was in this swirling sea and then the nun has said what she said about seeing this vision. Well, that, that, it's that statement that's the magic. Well, that's the moment it should have ended. OK, maybe that was after she'd opened her eyes. That was the moment it should have ended because I thought, for me, that kept the mystery open. I'll it, it, I tell you what weirdly happened to this film for me. It built a, a magical soup of spiritual science yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And you were wishing-washy and swishing around this stuff, not really thinking, God, it's all of it, it's none of it, it's both of it, it's each of it, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. 
what it wanted to do and it did it didn't it absolutely absolutely, absolutely. and then you had this moment where almost none and nurse were united in that statement because there was a knowledge and an understanding yeah. and then the film sought to completely bring us down to earth in, in a way that almost slapped me around the face first of all they're checking in onto a boat into australia and then secondly we go back to the fucking film studio yeah totally yeah. unromantic ending yeah it was it was for some reason, I mean, I'm usually with you on the endings of things, staying romantic and sort of fanciful in a way. Mm. But but it was fine for me. It worked fine for mm. me. I think it might work fine for most, but I would have really liked an incomplete ending or a sort of, you know, ephemeral ending or a sort of ethereal ending. I, I was much, I was so invested in this really claustrophobic but interesting dialogue that was going on between yeah. spirit and well, science. I felt that with all that was going on before. Yeah. I mean, they gave me enough before for me to get all my sort of not fanciful I don't mean fanciful but um mm. you know spiritual and weird stuff well what so, I liked about the young girl's performance was when she came back round yeah I almost felt in her eyes she was giving us a deep knowledge that this wasn't really what had happened but that this was an escape as well I mean I felt yeah. I felt there was so, there was I really want Nadia to see this one there was so much going on in that young girl yeah, I mean, in, in a weird way, I mean, Florence Pugh rightly is, is the star and she's sensational. But in a way, that girl, that girl was an absolutely layered and complex and deep character. Well, I absolutely loved it. I mean, it was one of the few occasions, and I think I can say few, where in my film-going career, I wished I hadn't read the book. Right, because, yeah, I can well uh, imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, almost, you know, the three key moments or scenes I knew and I, as I watched it I thought oh I could, that's why I so wanted you to go and see it because I thought mm. you, you didn't you almost needed not to know didn't mm. you to, mm. to get the full thing Absolutely. from it and um but I thought and I mean I don't like wish to belabor our fondness as a family for Florence Pugh but she was a sensational in that she drove the film she mm. drove it even when she wasn't saying anything, even when she was, and I thought this is quite funny, that there were quite several scenes where the camera's just fixed and she's eating, she's eating, she's eating. Yeah, yeah. You see at one point that she said she's eating, but she thinks, hold on a minute, hold on a minute, and, and the idea had come to her. And she, I mean, how can she do all that with her face? Mm. And, um, oh, she's just astonishing. I agree with you absolutely about the girl. It became a two-hander in a way, in a way, in the end. So I just loved it. I loved it. I wish I hadn't, <laughs> hadn't read the book. But I think it stands up, yeah, it'd be lovely for Nadia to see it, because mm. I'd love sort of, I mean, somebody in the, in the reviews or something was saying it's all sorts of things. It's sort of, you can see it as a spiritual film, you can see it as a belief film, you can see it as an eating disorders film. Abuse, which it is. an abuse film, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, almost anything. What did you think of the music? I thought the music... I thought it was beautiful. I'm pleased you mentioned that. I, a sort of lurching, it, it, at times I was getting almost, it was like a sort of more pastoral version of Under the Skin. Yeah, I mean, that's why I wrote his name down just because uh, right from the beginning I thought he w it was so unlike the, the landscape. Or it was sort of it, it was, was it, original. It, it was totally original. I felt you know it was, so, a, it was a real expression of their sort of inner torment and, and what. Uh, Christos, you must check out the soundtrack. I, I thought it was an amazing soundtrack. It was one of those classic soundtracks, like the cinematography. Everything meshed. Everything yeah. you couldn't really separate any one aspect. So Look what would out. you? So what would you give it? I would give it ninety-five. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Big, big, yeah. big praise. Um, okay. So my take on it is, 
I hated the very beginning and I hated the very end, but you could almost hive, I almost wanted to digitize it into my computer and cut the beginning off and cut the end off. But it is a film about the trauma of abuse, really. It's about the trauma of abuse. It's about how a family in an age when they had religion as their only answer dealt with, yeah. dealt with abuse. Yeah. And in a sense, it was then the way in which uh, religion and science tried to deal with the consequences of how this family were trying to cope with this abuse. I thought the girl was absolutely sensational. I thought Florence was amazing. Tom Burke was shouldn't have been there, but he was he was he's always enjoyable to watch. Yes. Um, beautifully shot, beautifully composed. The dialogue and the script writing was sensational once we got past the front at the beginning. Um, so I thought it was really, really enjoyable. And I think I'd probably give it exactly the same score. I think the beginning and end means it doesn't get 100 out of me. But I think 95, I think, is a fair score. It's really worth watching. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, really yeah. good. Just, just because some things just occurred to me afterwards. But that scene where Florence Pugh gets the details from the girl of what actually happened to her with her brother. Yeah. And we realise... I mean, yeah. don't you think that's the most amazed? Because it's quite an extended scene. Yeah, it was a sensational scene. They're both of them acting their socks off interiorly. I don't know if there's yeah. a word. I mean, they're not doing showy acting. No, no. Florence Pugh realises what she's saying because she repeats it, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kept having to put this, that, that's stupidly. I kept, and I did it as I gave my summing up then. I kept having to put myself in the minds of people that haven't read the book because I think you do get more from well, it. Well, that would be that. that would be my final line. If you if you see the film and then read the book, it's one of those classics. Yeah. Don't read the book and see the film because yeah. it will neuter so much of what I found it such a, so magical and I liked it when I didn't know what whether it was precisely there was an explainable reason for the wonder or not. Yeah. I, I much preferred it. I probably don't watch this review either. Um, <laughs> And, and just a quick shout out to that one particular scene, which I thought was the most uncomfortable scene to watch, where she was jamming a tube down down the girl's yeah. throat to force her to to take yeah. food. I thought, again, then, like you say, it became a film about restrictive eating. Yeah, no, it's a fantastic film. Fantastic. Great film. Yeah, brilliant film. For more film and family fun, don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update.